I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris. I'm Amanda. I'm Matthew. And we are currently at Drunk Factor 3, I think. Four, That's some, a good approximation. Yeah, yeah, approximation. Uh, episode 2 of this month's theme of time travel episodes. Last week we did City on the Edge of Forever. Uh, a very slashy episode with... What episode only, isn't slashy of the, the original series? It's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's only as slashy as most of them are. Yeah. And also, when you're in this group that we're in currently, everything's a little slashy. Everything's that's, a little slashy. That's true. But we did get to see, um, we did find out that uh, Kirk is a lumbersexual. Good to know. And uh, yeah, it was a good time. I approve of it. Uh, so for those of you who don't know out there, they're just tuning in for the first time. What we do is we watch episodes of Star Trek in real time and get drunk as we do it. As the month goes on, we get drunker because we sit here and we film four episodes at a time. So we're currently in the second episode of the month, which means we're medium level drunk. By the time we get to the end of the month, we'll be pretty hammered. Uh, so this week's episode is the classic Next Generation episode, Yesterday's Enterprise. In which instead of going back in time, something back in time goes to the future, or to the present in this case. Future, present, perfect. Yeah, future, present, perfect, whatever. Grammar. Uh, coming up in the next two weeks, next week we're going to do the Deep Space Nine episode, Trials and Tribulations, um, which I think is part of Star Trek's 30th anniversary. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, they went back in... It's about the right time. They went back in time and did some time shenanigans. Uh, and then Ooh, we're I want to cosplay Dax from that episode. She has yeah. super cute hair. And then we're going to um, go do uh, Carpenter Street, our very first Enterprise episode, uh, a show of which none of us have actually really seen much of. So I uh, got that to look forward to. But this week, yesterday's Enterprise. And uh, without further ado, let's get started. We're going to say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, go ahead and start your episode so you can listen along with us. Or watch along with us while we do our commentary. All right, shall we? Three, two, one, engage. Beep. I'll oh, start off with Worf. Fun story. I was listening to the Nerdist podcast with yeah. uh, Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. He is talking about when. Uh, uh, Roddenberry thought that he should maybe have a French accent for the th- yeah. series. <laughs> and so he was doing all of the sort of catchphrases for Picard with French accents. Well, well, I mean, why would you like, want a French accent? <laughs> well, he was Jean-Luc Picard, I mean. No, Chris, why would you want a French actor to play a Frenchman? <laughs> <laughs> so he says somewhere somewhere they have it saved, probably not saved anymore, but somewhere they have it recorded where he does the entire opening monologue in the French accent. <laughs> oh my god, that's, I'd love to see that. Prune juice. A warrior's drink. Hmm, have you tried it with males? <laughs> I was trying to say something, but Matt beat me to it and was better. <laughs> uh, there's this book I need to lend you, Worf. It's called Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I like that the episode opens up with just worth talking about like his sex life. <laughs> his sex life. <laughs> it gets better. Hashtag. <laughs> So maybe you get more if you're drinking something a little harder. Security officer, what can you do according to a giant space hole in space? Time hole in space. You can fire photon torpedoes at it. You should probably do that. No, Worf. Stop knowing everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Guinan does know everything, so... I also like that costume that Troy has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is a a child on the bridge during this disaster? Oh, because Wesley fucking Crusher. <laughs> Wesley fucking I'm just Crusher. Saying, I'm just saying, if a crew member dies because the helm wasn't quick enough to respond, it's all on, it's all on Picard for letting that child on the bridge. Are Boy we, genius, I think, our, is the word uh, ages just far enough apart where... My generation were the ones who enjoyed Crusher, and yours was the ones who hated it. <laughs> Him. I liked Wesley Crusher. I was the right age for that. I just just never liked it. Oh, I forgot you hate Will Wheaton. I'm just not a fan of Wesley Crusher or Will Wheaton. Oh, and he actually wasn't coming to town. I was just really drawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, Tasha Yar's back! That is a bitch. Special belt. guest def for this episode. Tashiara is the best. I wish I like she wouldn't have belt. died. My favorite character by far in Star Trek: The Next Generation, Tashiara. Oh, I thought you were saying Guinan. <clears throat> pretty rad, but Tashiara, man, Tashiara is the best. Guinan's plot sense is tingling. <laughs> I also like it. one of the subtle touches. Something like, seems weird. One of the subtle touches I like is that they went back to like the season one and two uniforms for this like alternate universe. But then they also oh, yeah. bedazzled it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. with silver holsters. Sashes. Yeah. Also, I really, really like the design of the Enterprise C. Oh, what are we going to do? Our silver belts. Oh, this is being really fancy belts. I forget why did she leave Denise Rossi? Uh Issues with the producers, I think. Uh, everyone had fucking issues with the producers. Like I was talking about sometime in the last four episodes with. Uh... All right, opening shot, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <clears throat> I dedicate this shot to my favorite Tasha Yar. To Cheers. Tasha Yar. To Tasha Yar died too young. Oh god. oh god, that got worse. I tasted it that time. <laughs> oh god, Matt, what did you do? I didn't make this one. Chris made this one. I made the next one. Oh god, Chris, what did you do? Just mixed a bunch of shit together at random. <laughs> I thought we established that last week. Oh. To make panties drop. Ah. Uh. Oh. Of that same Nerdist podcast episode, um, Chris Hardwick was talking about how Gates McFadden lives a little bit down the road from him, yeah. and how he, she almost backed up into his car at one point in time, and then she's like, I'm sorry, because she introduced herself, and he's like, he's like, I had no idea what to say, I was just going to be like, you can hit my car if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> she once tweeted at me, did I ever tell you that? Gates McFadden tweeted yeah. at you? 
Well, not tweeted at me. She responded to what? So I had talked to her. I had her sign something. She was like, this is really cool. Where'd you get it? And so I sent it to her. And then she responded, thank you so much. You're so sweet. And I'm just like, ah. What was it? Uh, it was the Star Trek bobblehead. Oh, nice. It was the Build-A-Bridge bobbleheads. I don't know if you guys have seen them. No. So uh, I think they're on Entertainment Earth. And um, it's the entire TNG cast. And... Um, the entire tour cast, and they have the bridge, and you can put it together oh, nice. and go under each other. Yeah, that's right. Nice. So I have I have Picard, uh, both Crushers, Data, and I want to say I also have Worf. Nice. And most of them are signed. Nice. Except for Picard, because getting his signature is way too expensive. <laughs> I can imagine Patrick Stewart has fetches a good good price. Oh, see, Wesley Crusher, look, he's like, he's a Starfleet, he's in Starfleet at this point. Yeah, they have to recruit him young in this war-torn universe. In the, yeah. See, I have no problem with this. I have no problem with this. <laughs> he's been through the Academy, he's an ensign, it's fine. His innocence has been stolen away by war, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Check out that Enterprise C design, though. I love it. Wait. Nice. Also, I like that Denise Crosby is back, like, less than two years after she left. Also, wait, holy shit, Ronald D. Moore wrote this, helped write this episode, along with, like, a bunch of other people Mm -hmm. and some other people. (laughs) Are there callers higher? Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. Blay. Fuck you, Riker. <laughs> See, this is the difference between Kirk and Picard. <laughs> <laughs> let's be careful with time travel. And then, yeah. Beca- <laughs> then Kirk's like, let's just fuck everything. <laughs> Drug overdose, let's undo it. <laughs> Guys, if we're going to travel through time, I want to stick it into at least four different people. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love how they pretty much just use the, it's the same set as normal. They're just like, let's just dim the lights and yeah. throw in like an extra panel on the side. No, I think it is, it is different, actually, because there's an extra console over there. Well, that's what I just said. Let's dim the lights to throw an extra panel on the side. Uh, well, well, no, it's console. like a, it's a different standing yeah. console. It's not the same circular design as before. They just, they just threw a console in the middle of it and said it's a new bridge. The stairs well, I guess are it's better. Kind of the same. The two side chairs are missing. Oh, they are missing, yeah. I feel like and the I think chair's, chair's lower. Higher. It's yeah. higher. It's yeah. on the stairs. Yeah, yeah and the stairs. No, stairs, stairs, stairs. Yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. They actually did a fairly bad, a fair amount of things to do they, that. They put a lot of effort into a trust, <laughs> and it's really sad that you didn't recognize it. That's fair. You gotta appreciate them for what they do for us. Also, I like that every alternate universe, the Federation is just like a military war organization. It makes me think that the like universe that Star Trek stands is like the one universe <laughs> where they are pacifists. Infinite combinations and that. infinite diversity, Chris. Or shit, I got that backwards. Infinite diversity and infinite combinations. It's the mm. iDick from Apple. So, what's you guys is in the history of Star Trek? What's your favorite uniform? 
I like the uh, DS9 um, Voyager uniforms. Mine's the movie one with the like the gray upper part and the colored Ooh, turtlenecks. Yeah, I like those. Mine is the movie ones that they're wearing here on the Enterprise C. Like that oh, they yeah, use the, they, the Star Trek Two ones. Yeah, the one they use in like the original series movies after Star Trek Two, two through six. Oh yeah, that's with a little good pat, like the little corner that pulls mm-hmm. down for some reason because <laughs> it's futuristic. But that's always been my favorite. Um. <laughs> Her hair is awesome in this episode. Jordan doesn't give no fucks about that dead guy. <laughs> Just one leg up on the console. <laughs> Just makes me so happy Someone to see Tasha alive. <sighs> They're under all the stuff. You left that grass beam, Tasha Yar. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Ooh, thank you. <laughs> he looks from who is that? The actor. Uh let me look. Uh, Chris McDonald or something like that? Something like Chris that. Chris McDonald, I think, is the, who it is. Yeah, I saw him in the opening credits. Now, who, what he's done otherwise. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, he's one of those that, that guys. One of those that guys, yeah. I thought they could tow ships. Yeah, why not use the tractor beam? I guess it's war. Yeah, they have to get out of there quickly, and I, uh, you can't okay. tractor at warp. Yeah, you can't. Not oh easily. my god, stop noticing. Things are going wrong. <laughs> Kynan, get off the bridge. Kynan! Kynan, so, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? And there were puppies and children. Also, Captain, you're going to kill James Kirk in the Nexus later. Just, just FYI. Just throwing that out there. Guy's going to see the big board. <laughs> the fact it's that you're fucked all, up. The fact that you're all evil. That's it. I always really did enjoy Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, she is quite good. Children on the Enterprise. Children on the Enterprise. To be fair, I always thought the fact that they had children on the Enterprise in the first place kind of fucked up. Well, it's a science. It's It's an exploration ship. It's an exploration ship that's constantly like in the neutral zone or near enemy territory, like. But the ship is full of children, so if the enemies blow it up, they're killing all these children. It always seemed a bit like... It's a family-focused Starfleet, Chris. You can't ask the kids <laughs> to stay at home while the parents go off on these dangerous It missions. always seemed like those children were human shields for the Federation. But, I mean, we've seen that there are ships who don't have children who are definitely more um, combat-ready. Like, in the Voyager next... didn't have children. Right. But, but like... that was like a further explanation. They were also on like a short-term like... mission, though. Yeah, but I'm saying that 
because Enterprise is on a long mission. Right. And right. it's not supposed to be in these sort of situations where it gets into battle, then they sure. have children on it. But it constantly gets into situations where it's in battle. It's supposed to, though. <laughs> but they keep sending it places where it might. <laughs> Also, I like that they're like, oh, the cu- the the cuffs are different too in the uniforms. I like that they actually had to make all new uniforms for this episode, mm-hmm. and they're just like, okay, we can make the colors a little higher, throw some cuffs in there, get a little space belt. That space belt clashes. It does. Space belt's horrendous. How does that space belt make them more military ready? That's what I want to know. Just make it black. And why are their uniforms so different from the other uniforms? Like their uniforms? Like yeah. the old crew? Those are, the start, those are the original series movie uniforms. I know, but why isn't everyone wearing the same uniform? That's the point of a uniform. Like on her ship? Her ship and their ship. Well, they've changed the uniforms in the future. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> they were. They all had all the extra bedazzled stuff on their uniforms. Yeah. And then the Enterprise uniforms are different from their uniforms. Like, Even though they've changed it, they're different from her ship's uniform. Yes. And so they should all have the same uniform because that's the point of a uniform. What? <laughs> they should be in the same style. But she's, but from, she's from the past. She's from like 30 years prior. I don't know what's going on. I'm drunk. <laughs> we've apparently, we've apparently <laughs> hit Max Warp a little earlier than last month. <laughs> Yeah, but she's she's from like the past times. The past times. Mew Mew. Mew Mew, by the way, for those at home, is our bottle opener. It's shaped like Mjolnir, the hammer of Thor. It opens beer bottles. Okay, I was confused because it's been forever since I've seen this one. <laughs> and I'm a little drunk. Yes. For some She's... reason, I thought that they their timeline got seriously m- messed up too, and they were put f- forward. No, 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 okay. no, no. So the for- the forward in time ship comes back, but no, then their timeline is still a little fucked up. No, the back in time ship comes forward, and then the f- the present day timeline is fucked up. Okay. For so- for some reason, they're all militaristic now. Well, I think we were right in saying that there's probably only one possible future timeline where humanity actually becomes pacifist. Yeah. Yeah, see, I just love that it's like, that ship's awesome. See, 22 years. That's 22 years! Apparently they changed the uniforms in that 22 year span. Also, why is there a strap going up the butt on those uniforms? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I would understand if it's like extra spine protection, but it's like a quarter of an inch of cotton. Uh, who knows? Jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the guy that Tashiar falls in love with. Yeah. Why, Tasha? You're better than that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're better than this Rick Astley looking motherfucker. <laughs> He's never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. 
Also, let me ask, like, I know Tasha got with Data, but, like, I didn't really assume Tasha really swung that way. Well, she was drunk at the time. Space yeah. drunk. Yeah, Space but I'm saying with the relationship with this guy. I don't know. Maybe don't, she, don't yeah, sexuality is fluid, Chris. Yeah. Maybe she God, has. Chris. You're you know, better than that. I am better than that. Or I could fill you on on something. What? 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 Never gonna give, never gonna give you up. Yeah, he does. He does look a lot like Rick Astley. (laughs) Now that you've pointed it out, can't see anything else. See, they explain how to get back to the in original time in this one. And unlike that rookie mistake in Sit in the Edge of Forever where they're just like, oh, we're just going to go back to the rift. Oh, shit. Dip, dip, dip. Maybe it wasn't as hard as we thought. <laughs> Maybe all we had to do is walk through that door. <laughs> they're just like, oh, we're just going to this one. Maybe we're making it more complicated than it needs to be. <laughs> Galaxy class warship. Okay, so I like I like that the new style uniforms, the post post season three and after, also nipples. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> I was gonna bring up Tasha's nipples, but you know, hey, that's the same uniform that Data wore when his nipples and his were nipples out. His nipples were so. insane. Apparently, this is just like the nipple uniform. But, but hey, it means the future is free from the tyranny of bras. Yeah, way to go, future. But I like that the season one and two uniforms have like the over shoulder sash, so it's like different uniforms. Even in the present. I'm sorry, I'm so distracted by nipples. Well, they're gone now, so. No, just the thought of it bothers me. Like, make make your outfit sturdier than that. Everyone has to be in them all day. Hey, it's it's, it's the future. Nipples are not obscene in the future. They're not obscene, but I mean, if the you think about the, it, it's uncomfortable if your nipples are constantly rubbing against what you're wearing. The free the nipple movement has finally. It's finally one, and it's space fabric, so like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't chafe your nipples; it moisturizes them <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, if that's true, my only objection was the out. So, if that is true, Chris, then I have no objection. <laughs> space fabrics, space fabrics, moisturizing your nipples. <laughs> I love getting the what is with that like hat? Um, fashion. 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 Space fashion. <laughs> Space fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I've never been wrong before, Picard. Also, shouldn't the impetus here be on like putting these people back in their correct timeline? Yeah, not just destroying the ship and moving on your way. Alternate universe Picard's kind of an asshole. 
Uh, no. He, it, I don't know. Maybe I just have really bad, <laughs> really <laughs> bad opinions of men. Like, no, he's totally ruining it. He is doing it. He is doing his job. Hashtag, are we still in the 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> Since the 1800s, at least. And that time we spent in the Space Nexus, which was like eternity, technically. Which hasn't happened yet. But it's already happened in her past. No. Yeah. Oh, no. That was a fragment of her that was left in the necklace. Right, but she was there, and he was there, because there's... Star Trek... Okay, the point of this is Star Trek Generations is not a good film. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Um. Yeah, actually, it was really fucking terrible. Despite the fact that, like, thirteen-year-old me loved the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. I really hate their silver uh, suspenders. Yeah. Not even suspenders. This is the point where Guinan just hisses at Tossa and goes, "Get out! Get out! <laughs> You're dead, bitch." <laughs> What's wrong, Guinan? The power of Christ compels you. <laughs> the power of Christ. Castillo, that's right. I, I actually, when I used to play the Star Trek customizable card game, I had Lieutenant Castillo in my Star Trek Ooh. customizable card game. Didn't that create some that. sort of rift in space time, Chris? Probably. God, play better. I also had Tashiar in my deck. Oh, well, you had to have them both. So they Did you make do them it. kissy face? Like, mwah, mwah. oh, Tasha, mwah, oh, no. Lieutenant. <laughs> it's not the gameplay, okay? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made the Jordy and Data kiss. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> I know you quite well, Chris. <laughs> oh. God, this just, it's just a painful reminder. It's like, man, if Tasha was still on the show, She'd be getting shit done. I every time I see Tasha Yar, I just get sad because I'm still so scarred from the episode when mm-hmm. she got killed. Well, it was and just thing was because I was so young when it aired. I think I saw it when it aired, and it had, gave me nightmares for like years afterwards. Yeah, it was such an undignified death. That's kind of the like tradition they did, though. Like, if an actor wanted to leave, like. They He's got, like, like, the shittiest deaths ever. Like, we hate you. Tasha Yar, like, killed by an oil slick. Uh, Jedzia Dax, killed oh, by... Oh, let's not even talk about poor Dax. Killed by Lightning Eyes Garrick. You know, Kess, turned into energy. Kess didn't die. She was turned into energy. She died later on, but she was only... She just left somewhere. Right, but still, like, I mean, it's kind of an ignominious end for the actor. Just like, oh... You turned into energy and propelled her ship forward seven years, but now you're gone. Trying to see when it aired when she was killed. Okay, so I did not see it when it aired. Well, I might have seen it when it aired. Well, Armageddon of Evil was... It aired about... Well, it was 1987. It was 1988. It was April 25th, and since I was born on March 19th of that year, if I saw it, I do not remember it. <laughs> I'm sure you saw it like in reruns. <laughs> well, I was saying, I'm gonna say, I saw. I thought I saw it when it first aired. I saw it when I was really, really young. So reruns, yeah. Did I ever tell you that? Um, so I started watching Star Trek when I was like seven. 
seven or eight. It was like second grade. Um, and I actually got to go to a Star Trek convention when I was like 11, like in 1994. And um, I got second place in a Star Trek trivia contest at the Star Trek convention. And I feel like I could have won first, but the first prize was the Star Trek transporter set, which I already had. The second place was like a, um, like, one of those, remember those, like, Playmates, like, Romulan, Warbird, and, like, Enterprise models they used to have? Like, where they had, like, they're, like, kind of, like, big ships with, like, they had, sound, like, buttons and you could make the sounds and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what I won, was a Romulan, Warbird, and a, an Enterprise. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with this, but, um, Star Trek. <laughs> Star Trek. Oh, oh, Tasha's like, oh shit, I'm dead, aren't I? Hey, Data, did we ever fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it before I go? Oh, those belts are just bad. <laughs> Every time I see my trends. about why did I leave the show in the first place and eventually I'll be able to charge a shit ton of money for my autograph they all charge a decent amount of money. I think she's probably one of the lowest actually. well how much the well I'm saying if she stayed on the show she'd be able to charge more how much they how much do like the bridge crew charge for their autographs about 40 40 bucks and then uh Picard is twice as much plus more <laughs> wow so like 80 bucks then here's 85 and the others were like f- between 35 and 40. Apparently I need to act But that on was Wizard World and Wizard World sucks. I apparently need to act on a uh, sci-fi show. A beloved sci-fi show so I can sell my sell my pin signatures for 40 bucks a pop. Yep. I don't know how much of that you actually get to keep though. Yeah. Well, it's probably I imagine it's probably about 50-50. Anyway, but awesome though that the Enterprise C is a lady captain. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but true. Yeah, yeah, I know that was something that they weren't allowed to do in the original series. They didn't even have a lady second in command. Yeah, I know they did in the pilot. They did in the pilot. Yeah, but then they had to get they got rid of her. They they actually were given an ultimatum: either get rid of the Vulcan or get rid of the lady second in command. And so they picked the Vulcan over her. And the history Next. of slash fiction thanks <laughs> that decision. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember this. I'm trying to remember if there's any instances of women captains well, uh, before this episode. It. Nope. I think no, she's the first one that we see, but I don't remember if there's another one that we just know historically. Of. I'm trying to remember if there's one of the captains in the conspiracy episode. You know, the ones with the alien parasites that are controlling Starfleet members. Oh, yeah, I don't think there is. I don't. Remember I one of the I think one of the people at the table was a, a woman captain. Oh yeah, it's like uh, the Saratoga's captain in Star Trek Four was female. 
I don't know if that's chronologically. I think Star Trek Four is after. Her. Star Trek Four, I think, was after the. Um... No, I mean before, like where she oh. is in history. Well, like in history, yeah. But yes, like, it would have been considerably before. Considerably before, but I'm thinking about like actual like air date in human years. Yeah. Um. I was like, I just remembered why Worf wasn't in this episode. He was. Oh, you mean in the alternate timeline? Yeah, right. Because he's clean on, clean on, and um, war, war. Yeah. That would have been great though if like uh, Romulan Warbird had decloaked and Worf was the captain of it. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> also, look, Tasha Yar has an iPad. If she pulls it back up again, yeah, or a Kindle Fire. We're not endorsed by the Apple Company. Today's episode brought to you by Apple Incorporated. <laughs> Possibly a Microsoft Surface. What do they call their tablets? Surface, I think. Okay. Clearly not endorsed by them. Yeah, like Microsoft would exist in the 23rd century. Um, oh, fuck. Oh. Fuck. Also, <laughs> the synchronized jump into the yeah, seats. Where, yeah, also, the iPad disappeared. Where'd the iPad go? No, iPad. Clowns are here. So where does Riker have to go now that he doesn't have? His, oh, he just stands up there in security. <laughs> he stands up there and sort of leans over the console in the masculine position. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Was that rubble? <laughs> Was that rocks that appeared somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Bits of the styrofoam set. I try and figure out who is the first female captain in Starfleet history. Any luck? No. It's too hard to Google on my phone. Yeah. There's too much. Catherine Janeway, Star Trek, first female Oh, no. Captain. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What's in her face? Shrapnel to the Shrapnel. brain. Never gonna give you a well, So, wait. Did the clean ship just, like, fire and just, like, take the fuck is off? Is captain there? And cloak, yeah. He wants to be. Willing to die. I don't trust your face. <laughs> and your buggy buddy Wait, eyes. Is that the guy that played Gavin McShooter in the happy Gilmore films? Yeah. I think it Maybe, is. Maybe. I don't know. I think it Ga- is. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. I think it is. I think that is the guy from Happy Gilmore. Um, which would be kind of fantastic. Yep, that is him. <laughs> I eat shits like you for breakfast. <laughs> One of the few enjoyable Adam Sandler films. Shooter McGavin were there. I've heard the argument that it's the only actual good one. <laughs> Adam Sandler film? I really actually... Okay, I actually really... Like, like there are parts of other ones which are good, but actually, it's the only one where it's actual quality throughout. Well, Punch Drunk Love, which Adam Sandler's in, but he didn't... Why write, are we talking about Adam Sandler films? Because this guy played Shooter McGavin in an Adam Sandler film. Anyway, yeah, he... 
<laughs> Sorry, I just it was a sudden realization where Fine. I knew that, that new. Let's guy. talk about space Adam Sandler. Let's uh, talk about how he's never going to give Tasha oh, up. Shit. Never going to let her down. <laughs> <laughs> You're really on that Castle connection, aren't you? I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Don't get all shy after you jump on her, man. Tasha, if you if you stick around, you're just gonna die again. You gotta go over there. Gotta get out of here. That would ruin the space time continuum. She's gonna, you know, disappear from history unless she gets some of that. And let, but but she could beam over, go back in time, get captured by some Romulans, <laughs> half a half Romulan child, and then she'd make all the guest appearances she wanted to. Yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, just hypothetically. I don't know why you two are looking at me like that. Just a feeling. Like I'm dead. Like I died by an unholy oil slick. <laughs> by the way, coming in January, undignified deaths in Star Trek. Oh, that would be a great theme month. Undignified deaths. But like all deaths. <laughs> Earlier, all deaths are well. These ones where the actors are like, I'm done with this show, I'm out, I'm outy. You know, and thing is, I mean, there was no undignified deaths in the original series, unless you count all the red shirts. But every other deaths, every other Star Trek series had a main cast member die. Well, all of the other ones went way longer than the first one. Well, no, even Enterprise. Had an undignified death. Yeah, and probably only four, four or five, four, four seasons. Four, but so that's only one but, more. But apparently, the undignified death was in the series finale. Oh, uh, doesn't count. Yeah, but still, it was pretty undignified from whatever. <laughs> Captain, I'm dead. I don't die. But look, the pads here are smaller than they are in the normal universe. They look, are they? they? Yeah, they. Well, the pads they look like the same. They, they look, look the smaller in the normal universe to me. In the normal universe, they're thicker at the top and they taper to the bottom. It doesn't look so here. I. Mm. I don't think they made new pads for us. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm confusing it with the pads from the original. Series. I don't know. The, the original series just had clipboards. <laughs> The original series, they had etched, etched stone. <laughs> Etching sketches. <laughs> I had problems with the producers who are now not on the show anymore, and I'd like to be back, but you killed me off just terribly. <laughs> and I'm dead. Can't come back. Tasha Yar is the best. We know you love her. Yeah. <laughs> I like that apparently in this alternate future, Captain Picard is just a little like a little more of a dick than he has in the regular universe. Well, he kind of has to be. Yeah. I'd like to be there when they're like, like 
I just want to know, like, a guy says I died a senseless death. Yes. Yes, you did. It was the most senseless death. I don't know. I'd almost say Dax's was more senseless, but we'll get to that in January. They're pretty, pretty, all pretty senseless. Um, I just want to know, like, did she come back and be like, hey, guys, if you want to, you know, guest star me in some episode somehow, I'd be down for coming back. Or, you or did that, the, the or new producers like, they write go back the, to They write the script and they're like, hey, these Crosby, you left the show and now you ain't doing shit. You want to come back? And she was like, yeah, sure. I ain't got shit going on. Do this shit. I don't know. What are you Googling, Amanda? I was Googling the whole hubbub over Denise Crosby actually leaving. Yeah. I forgot that she had been in Playboy. And that's why people thought that she got kicked off. Tashi R, you take the tactical. Well, like, shouldn't she have left her communicator and phaser and any other future yeah, technology <laughs> left on the Enterprise? Probably. Tasha, I eat shits like you for breakfast. Tasha, I only made out with you because I thought we wouldn't meet again. <laughs> I was pulling a Kirk, Tasha. Draw it, Tasha! That's literally impossible. Stashiar is the biggest badass in the universe. We've known each other for so long. Minutes. Hours even. Almost 44 minutes, in fact. But we thought each other were kind of cute. You know the rules, and so do I. <laughs> Stop it with the Rick Astley shit. <laughs> 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 wait the captain's also like nobody's in the chair he's looking at the information also no he's one's learning cards <laughs> <laughs> like if i need to run this whole ship myself i will <laughs> also like if this is like a military future wouldn't the saucer section of the ship be gone? Wouldn't it just be the battle bridge? No. No, because they need to have places for everyone to sleep. Surely having the, the separating shift gives them a tactical advantage. All right, so you think they'd separate here and then, like, into two ships? You'd think so, but they don't have the budget for that, Chris. Oh, the budget, I forgot. <laughs> also, what kind of birds of prey ain't got shit on no Galaxy Crass Starship Cruiser? Even three of them. Uh-uh. <laughs> Those ships are like 60 years old. Kaboom. What what? Only moderate? <sighs> Come on, guys. Yeah. You have an Android on your <laughs> ship. Let's just blow this shit up. Keep firing? Why? Why? Why did you stop? It's more dramatic this way. We'll just swing around and wait for them to shoot us. Meanwhile, we have a full complement of photon torpedoes and 
fully charged phasers. We won't bother using those. Ew. Guys, we're really close to the end of this episode, and I still haven't figured out exactly what the, uh, the silver space suspenders signify in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> some of them have one strap. Some of them have two straps. But it's all, some it'll, of them have them. Some the of them don't. The only people that have them are the ones that have the old-style uniforms, though. So They're obviously not worthy enough for upgraded uniforms. I don't think think that's the canon explanation, perhaps. (laughs) Oh, so now they're going to fire the phasers. See how effective that is. You could have blown all of them up. Not that that isn't a reused effect, which it is. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still into it. That guy's dead. He didn't even get sparked. He just tried to fall over. <laughs> it kind of smoked a little bit, and he was like, oh no, I have really sensitive lungs. Maybe if I, maybe if I pretend to be dead, they won't make me get back up there near, that sp- <laughs> near those sparky computer consoles. I've seen what happens. If you keep firing the phases... Keep firing! <laughs> you can blow them all up! So one of the shots I was thinking about making is this one called a, a warp core breach. Warp core breach. Yeah. Unfortunately, it involved dry ice. And I was just like, I don't have the f- fucks for that. Uh, two minutes for a warp core breach. Make that like five seconds for a warp core breach. Also, I feel like the warp core breach is a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. Seriously, Enterprise C, get a fucking <laughs> move on. <laughs> Maybe, you know, go better than a quarter impulse. Just, like, push the Enterprise D up behind it and push the fucker into it. Yeah, use your tractor beam. Or, wait, the tractor beam does not exist. Oh, there goes Riker. Oh, Oh, shit. Oh. Also, those are some... (laughs) Oh, Oh, shit. shit. John Luke's regard taking shit into his own hands. Vaulting over the security console. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess... Unlike Riker, I'll fire these I'll phasers. Fire the, well, I'll actually fire the weapons. Yeah. Well done, JCP. <laughs> JLP. JLP, JCP. It's like JCPenney. <laughs> what the fuck does JCPenney have to do with shit? <laughs> oh, God. Get, get back to your own time, Enterprise C. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, guys. Didn't we establish that when they go back to their own time? That's when we have to do these other oh, shots. Man, I'm so uh, afraid to do that shot. It uh, doesn't sound good. Uh, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> the time has come. Time has come, the walrus says. <laughs> Run shivers down my spine. Ah. That's actually pretty good. Thank you. Good job, Matthew. What was this again? Apple whiskey and cranberry juice. Tastes kind of like Play-Doh. It does actually. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see. Oh, Guinan's like, oh shit! I remembered all that shit, and you don't remember any of it because I'm Guinan. Your hair is so pretty. Mm-hmm. Drink your prune juice, Mister Worf. God, Worf. And Worf still hasn't gotten laid. Tell me about Tashi, our Jordy. Bring up these your dead friend. I'll tell you all about her. That won't be awkward for you. Mm-hmm. Though that seems to indicate that the timeline has changed in some way because it's Jordy sitting there with her instead yeah. of Worf. That's true. 
Okay, so that brings us to the end of another episode of Star Trek. So, Matt, what did we learn today? Today I learned that the Enterprise C is never going to give you up, never going to let you down, <laughs> never going to turn around and I hurt the you? lyrics hurt you. <laughs> Might be desert you. I can't remember which one's hurt and which one's dessert. Chris, what did you learn? Uh, today I learned that Tashiar is a fucking badass, and in any timeline, don't fuck with Tashiar. Amanda, what about you? Uh, today I learned that if it's been a very long time since I've seen an episode, I should probably watch it before I get drunk and then get confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but the uniforms. Yes, because I remember... I, like, once we got there, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember the storyline. But then we weren't like, really we listening to what was and happening. Then drunk. And then I was drunk, and so I got confused about what was going on. Well... And I mean, time time is confusing as it is. Well, guess what? what? We've got two more episodes to do tonight. I know, I know. Two more weeks. Trials and I, I know. I've seen Trials and Tribulations enough. Yeah. I have never seen the Enterprise episode. Carpenter Street, guys. But uh, I feel it, like in two weeks, it doesn't matter. In two weeks, our listening audience, both of them, are going to be really, really in for something. Because <laughs> we, we don't know who the fucking... At that point, we will just be babbling drunk. We'll be drunk. We don't know who the crew members are. We don't know anything. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week's episode of Drunk Trek... Part two of four time travel shit. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same Trek time, same Trek place. To drunkly go to- where none have gone before. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>